Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show, sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass there are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left well not just any track daytona a last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only. Racing. From the dirt tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And, uh, Getting ready for the Milwaukee Mile. Getting ready for the Daytona. Uh, the Coke Zero Sugar 400. And I think I got our first guest calling in. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome Christian Rose. Welcome, Christian. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Man, thank you, Christian, for taking time out. So, uh, Christian, you in the racing in the Arkham Menard Series, and you're headed to the Milwaukee Mile. What's it mean to to race at the Milwaukee Mile? I mean, this this whole season's been a dream come true. I'm, I'm a very fortunate uh, man. I mean, I I got an opportunity that a lot of people would kill for, and going into Milwaukee, it's another one of those tracks that I've always had circled on my schedule that I've always wanted to run. Um, it, it's a flat place. I'm, I've not been the best on these flatter racetracks, but it's going to be something to go in there and, and try to learn and, you know, hopefully prepare for, like, places when we go to Loudoun and something like that on the flat side in the um, Chuck Xfinity and hopefully one-day cup. Well, you know, the Milwaukee Mile, just to have it back on the circuit with the Arkham Menard Series, I mean, I, that's a, a awesome track to race at. A little flat. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it promotes some really, really good racing. Uh, I've been watching a lot of stuff on YouTube. It's, it's been kind of hard to find anything from the Arkham Nard series, but there are, like, videos of the truck series and, and the pros and supers and stuff around there and messed around a little bit with some eye racing uh, this afternoon. So I think we'll have a, a good run. You know, my teammate Amber Sagos raced with me as well. So every time we race together, it works very well for me to have a teammate to kind of lean on. So... I'm excited to get up there um, and see what we can do. Christian, how do you compare that uh, the ARCA car to a super light model? Uh, night and day. <laughs> that's the <laughs> um, 
that, that's the best way to explain it. Uh, driving one of these ARCA cars is, is like driving a boat in a way. They're, they're very heavy. Um, they don't turn as well. And when you get in a Supra or a Pro 8 model, like you can really get those things to turn and drive the way you want them to. So it's it's what promotes very good racing in the Arkham Menard series and, and on up in a different way is the fact that it's going to show what driver can manhandle these things the best to manage their stuff and not burn the brakes off or, you know, beat that right front tire up too hard, getting in a corner too hard over and over and over again. So um, there's a lot of differences, but then again, it's still racing. So um, pearly racing and, and everything kind of prepared me a lot for going into late mile stocks and then, then on to the Arkham Menard series. Uh Christian, let's talk about your uh, partnership with West Virginia Tourism and the impact it has on motorsports. Yeah, I mean, uh, West Virginia Tourism has been absolutely amazing to us, and they, they treat us like family. We've been very fortunate to have them on board. But our number one mission with having them on board is to go out and try to bring people to the state of West Virginia. I think we've done a great job doing that this year. Uh, our state's numbers are the highest they've ever been, which has been super encouraging. Um, we, we have such a beautiful state, and that's what we – we try to share everywhere we go, and we have so many people at the racetracks come up to us, and, and it's surprising when we're on the West Coast and we have people coming up and talking tourism and, or, or West Virginia. Um, so it's been very cool to promote the West, my, my home state um, and try to share everything in, in the New River Gorge, which is our newest state park, or the national, nation's newest state park. Um, so it's been very it's been very trying to try to put it into words hard. It's just been a special opportunity to represent the state. If you've never been through West Virginia in the fall when the leaves are changing, you've never really seen a, a fall change. It is a beautiful yeah, state. He, absolutely. Take a ride of 77 come about the end of September, October, and you will be absolutely breathtaking. It, it, it's so beautiful going through Beckley on the way to Charleston and everything up through there, and the sea is nothing but trees, and it, it, it's just absolutely beautiful. They call it almost heaven for a reason. Well, let's talk a little bit about your uh, – you got an upcoming uh, appearance at the Boys and Girls Club in D.C. Yes, I'm uh, I'm going to be the Grand Marshal. Um, I think it's an SCCA race. If I had that right, I'm just fleshing so I might have messed that up a little bit. But um, I'm going to be driving the pace car and waving the green flag and then signing some autographs next Saturday. So um, very excited and honored to have that opportunity. Uh, I, I kind of hope to let me take the pace car for a spin a little bit. It's going to be kind of boring going 35 miles an hour if that's the case. But, uh, <laughs> just joking. But, I mean, it's it's a very cool opportunity, and we're trying to raise funds and everything for the Boys and Girls Club. We try to give back as much as we can in our um, community, and it's one of the partners we've had for um, my whole career pretty much. They've been amazing to me and, and support me, and, and I try to give back as much as I can. So just taking some time and going home and, getting to see the kids and show them what, what it's like to be a race car driver and that, you know, anybody can live their dream if you put in the hard work and chase your, chase it hard enough. What's it like to be in an autograph session and looking at these little kids and looking up at you like a superhero and want to be just like you, Christian? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's an honor. I mean, that's the best way I can put it. I, I, I remember being a kid chasing Jeff Gordon for his autograph at every racetrack I went to. And, and I'm not even close to being, Jeff Gordon, but I, I, sometimes I wonder why people want my autograph, but it, it's a uh, uh, very special uh, feeling to have somebody look at you and, and want your autograph and, and see you as an idol, and it's uh, just, there's a really a loss of words a lot of times. It, it catches me off guard sometimes on, on the people that do come up and ask and, and stuff like that. It's, it's, uh, 
this whole year's been a dream come true. But for the kids' side, it's it's very cool to try to share to them and, and talk to them and, and show them like, hey, like you can live your dream. You gotta. It's not going to be easy. You're going to put a lot of work and hours in. There's going to be a lot of tears and blood and sweat that come with it. But um, the, if I can share a message to any kid that allowed them to chase their dream, that's that's means the world to me. And practice your salesmanship. You got to be one heck of a salesman, don't you, Christian? Yes, you do. Uh, I tell people all the time: if you're going to drive a race car, you better have a business degree nowadays. That's, that's pretty much, unless you have a some way of having an open checkbook back in you. It, it's very hard to find sponsors and and then let alone keep them on board. So, day and age now, you're going to have to bring money and, and know how to market yourself and do unique things and unique opportunities to step outside the box and try to think of ways to do that. So. Uh, we've kind of used the platform of being a former college baseball player and, and getting to throw the first pitch out the Cincinnati Reds game was an incredible opportunity a couple of weeks ago. We're going to do the same in Pittsburgh in a couple of weeks. So it's been uh, – you, you just got to find ways to – your niche, and every driver's got a niche, every person's got a niche, everybody has a unique story to tell. So um, you just got to find what works best for you. Uh, Christian, let's talk about the guys back at the shop that helps you get to the track. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I drive for Cook Racing Technology, CRT. Uh, Bruce Cook has believed in me um, and given me an opportunity uh, when he didn't have to. Um, and it's been very, very fun working with those guys. Derek Peebles, my crew chief, Amber Slagle, my teammate, uh, Sean Samuels, Chuck, everybody in that shop. You know, we're not a big shop, but um, we have a lot of guys that feed off each other and then seems like no matter where we go and what we do, we kind of put our best step forward, even if it's not the result we have, you know, not saying there's not hard times at, at times, but you know, that, that's part of it. And you, you know, we, we come together and when it's time to go race, we're, we're full steam ahead. So Bruce's resume kind of speaks for itself. He, he's won championships. He, he's won pretty much everything you can win in the sport as an owner, uh, crew chief, uh, shop manager, you name it, Bruce has done it. So, um, to be able to be able to race for somebody like Bruce has uh, just been an incredible experience. Let's talk about your sponsors that help you go around, Christian. Yeah, first and foremost, West Virginia Tourism. Um, you know, it's very unique and very cool to have a bring our state on board and put them on a national scale everywhere we go across the country. Uh, we, we have Freedom Fighters Outdoors on board. Um, those guys are very cool. Uh, if anybody's not familiar with Freedom Fighter Outdoors, please go check them out on social media. They uh, What our, our initiative is is bringing – veterans that kind of struggle with PTSD and, and, uh, and have come back from overseas and just trying to get them, um, get them away from things and put them at the racetrack and show them a good time and, and just go out and watch some race cars and have some fun. And uh, it's veterans of all circles, everything that we, we try to do. So we're very military strong in our roots and we try to um, help the veterans out as much as we can. And, and we're trying to promote the heck out of that for, to bring awareness on what they do. Um, we have the Mountaineer, uh, bar and barbecue rub they're from my hometown so very special to have them on board and we're going to have a couple new partners i believe coming on here pretty soon one of them in which is uh we're, we're partnering with the alzheimer foundation in west virginia which is very cool to try to bring awareness to that uh, nasty disease and christian tell everybody where they can follow and keep up with your rest of the racing season yeah absolutely our, our website is christian rose racing uh dot com christian rose racing on facebook and Instagram, and then on Twitter, it is uh, C Rose Racing at C Rose Racing. So please try to follow us, help us out. You know, we're trying to 
hashtag anything almost heaven. Anytime you do anything for us on social, if you can hashtag almost heaven, we're trying to promote the heck out of our state. So it goes a long way for us in, in doing that. Um, with just two seconds that put a hashtag almost heaven out. Christian Rose, thanks a lot for being part of the Rowdy and Maglot show tonight, Christian. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Christian. Yes, have a good one, guys. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track. Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. All right. Christian Rose racing at the Milwaukee Mile in the Arkham Menard Series this weekend. And uh, we got also coming up at uh, 6.30 Central Time, Track Enterprise. Bob Sargent's calling in. We're going to talk a little bit about the Milwaukee Mile and some more races at uh, the Coin, uh, the Fairgrounds, all those are tracks is affiliated with Track Enterprise. So, listen, we had a junior from Watkins Glen on uh, Monday night or Monday morning. Sorry, we're doing Monday mornings now, not Monday nights. I'd like to replay that. that really, it's really good. And... Uh, there were some people that didn't get to listen to it and asked if I'd replay it. And to, at 6.30, we got Bob Sargent, so hang in there. All right, everyone, we're going to start our post-race media availabilities. We are now joined by Dale Earnhardt, Jr., our race-winning owner. If you guys have a question, please raise your hand, and we will get a mic over to you. Uh, we will start over here. With Marty, Marty, you might have to yell. We don't have a mic right just yet, so. <laughs> Hang tight. There we go. Look at you go, legend. <laughs> go ahead, Marty. All right, Marty Sakala, Rock Sports Network, Race Pro Weekly. Junior, I guess I'll ask first, what was your perspective in your t- in your position in the tower of that finish? That was insane. It was. Um, I was over in the perch in the uh, bus stop, just past the bus stop, but... Um, I knew it. I, call, I called it on the radio style. I said, there's going to be contact. And, I mean, a second later, the hit. I didn't think they both were going to spin. But I knew that William was in a bad position being kind of on the outside of that switchback. Um, they weren't going to get through there side by side. I know they'd go in there that way but not finish it off. And uh, it opened the door for, for Larson, and then he ran some great laps at the end. So just um, I just hustled down here because – I wanted to get a picture with him in victory lane. Uh, what an honor it is for our team to have an opportunity to put him behind the wheel and uh, one of the greatest drivers in the, in, in motorsports today. Uh, and so uh, it's a big day for our company. We get to work with a lot of talented drivers and a lot of veterans over the years. Uh, Tony Stewart and McMurray and several drivers have driven our cars. So it's always fun when you get a chance to work with a cup guy. But, uh, but a driver of his caliber, man, it's, it's, uh, it's special. So... Um, great to be able to to check a box that otherwise you know might not ever happen so very very fortunate nine jrm wins this season what can you say about your team perhaps the best in the in the xfinity series it doesn't last forever enjoy it while it's going on um somebody else will be doing this in a very short period of time could be as early as the you know the, the playoffs or next year um not many teams stay 
on top for very long. Uh, there's a lot of very tight quarters in the garages, and not a lot of secrets stay secrets for, for too long. So um, we're real happy with the performance. We're working real hard, and we're going to try to keep going. But uh, like I say, it's, uh, it's, it's, you, uh, you don't stay up on top for, for too long around this, around this sport. We'll go to the left to Dustin, and then over here to Zach in the middle. Dustin JSP.com, Dale to your left. Hi. Um, ninth one, like what Marty said, ties the record for the most for your team in a single season, 2014. What's that mean on a personal level? Uh, just a lot of pride uh, to be able to have a team that's successful. We worked real hard to get to this point, and um, I remember all of the years where we weren't successful. Uh, <coughs> we were working hard to finish in the top ten, you know, and, and running fifth to tenth every single week just didn't have any of the speed that uh, that some of the other teams had. So there's some long, lean years there um, that uh, that was part of the journey. But um, so we'll definitely celebrate and enjoy this uh, while it's happening because we've been on both sides of it. And, um, you know, just like I say, uh, like I say, you want to keep it going as long as you can. And um, with, the, with how difficult the landscape is in the sport, especially in the Xfinity Series, um, you know, we, we work – we have conversations, text messages, phone conversations every single day about how challenging the, the business model is, and um, so we're, we're going to try to try to you know keep keep it going like we got it. Uh, but uh, you're not promised anything in this sport. You're not promised any of this success going forward. So you got to enjoy it. We'll go to Zach and then to Cole. Zach Sterney, NASCAR.com. Dale, um, you you touched on this quite a bit actually with uh, just how special it is to have Kyle Larson behind the wheel, but you got a veteran like uh, Justin Allgaier on the team who who can provide that great feedback for uh, Jason and that whole crew, and that benefits the team. But what kind of feedback specifically can a guy like Larson come in? Um, we saw what he was able to do on the road courses last year in the Cup Series. Um, what kind of feedback can he give um, that can really benefit this program going forward? Great. That's a good question. You know, I mean, he's just, uh, you know, you're going to believe everything he says. That's the first thing. Um, so, and, and you want an opportunity to work with guys like that because they can – uh, tell you some new information. Um, we, our group of drivers and our employees, all spend so much time around each other that we sort of all are, you know, keep hearing, you know, we keep you keep hearing the same song so many times, and you stop, you know, you stop listening quite as closely, maybe, and um, and and um, and a lot of times, you know, the drivers are saying, you know, so I'm still fighting this, I'm still fighting this, and uh, and and you'll get a guy like Larson or Byron or somebody to come drive your car, and they may, t they may tell you the the issue but in a different language and, and explain it differently, open up some new ideas and some new ways of maybe tackling the issue. Or uh, they may, uh, you know, talk about some of the things that they've done with their cars to help your car. It's so awesome to have the opportunity to work with veterans no matter who it is um, because they're, they're going to be honest. They're going to run the car a handful of times. They got nothing to lose. They got no reason to, to to hold back, you know, in their criticism or their their opinions of the of the equipment, and it's really helpful. So, um, you know, I think our guys really lean into it when we get the chance to work with some of the some of the veterans. We'll go to Cole and then to Michael over here. Cole Kuslimana with the Arizona Republic. Uh, congrats, Dale. Uh, this was another top five day for Noah at a track he historically struggled at. What can you just say about his progression as a driver and a person throughout his career at Junior Motorsports? Yeah, he's um, you know he's a roller coaster, that's for sure. And I would say that um, he's made some big, big gains over where he was earlier this year. Um, 
and um, you know, I was listening to him on the broadcast today, and just his whole demeanor and personality and everything seems to be much improved over where we were with uh, a couple months ago. And so it's, you know, it's it's tough to live life with such lows and such high peaks, but there's people that are just built that way, and that's going to be who he is going forward. And I think that you know that's going to be part of the journey for him is the lows will be low and the highs will be really high. And, uh, but he's seen, he'll, he'll get in these positions where he'll find some stability, right. And, and, and some, some positivity in his life. And that seems to be where we are now. And we hope we can maintain that. He's really excited about his future, obviously. And that's got him pumped up and excited about going cup racing next year. And those type of, even though that's something that he can, look forward to it's not a distraction you know and and i think in his situation it's a it's a good thing going on in his life that'll support a positive attitude during the work weekend like we had this weekend at, at Watkins Glen. so um i expect it to be a, a plus for us uh, as we try to win a championship with miller this year we'll go to michael um yes michael finley for um so as has been mentioned jom has won nine races this year None of them have been by the number one call. I just wanted to get your thoughts on yeah. that. Sam's, Sam's de development. Yeah, Sam's development is going to be uh, rocky at times. And we we ourselves internally see the speed and the pace and the talent. And he's so young, and I think that if we are allowed to give him the time and the runway, that he'll figure it out. And so uh, – I really like Sam a lot. He does listen and absorb, and he wants to do as good as he possibly can. He's, uh, I'm excited we're going to get to be able to continue that process with him going forward. And so we just need the runway to be long enough, and that's no different than any other driver. Uh, you just hope you get to be able to give them the time in the car to be able to get going, and he'll figure it out, be able to put the races together. You see it with all these guys. I mean, look at Creed, like his second half of the year versus first half. And he's a, you know, he's great in the trucks. But uh, you, get in, you get in the Xfinity car and uh, have a hard time really, like, putting it together and, and you're, you're banging up fenders and quarter panels. And uh, we're gonna, that's going to come and go with Sam. But eventually, you know, he'll get the confidence. He'll start to understand when to, when to push, when not to push, when to take the risks, when not to take the risks. A lot of times, a lot of times, it's not even in his control. You know what happens out on the racetrack, but um, I, I believe in him, and I think that you know when I watched him way back when we raced late models, and he would take it to Josh Berry, who I thought was one of the best in the late model stock division for ten years, and he was one of the few guys that came through our late, late model stock program that could run with Josh and push Josh and beat Josh, and so um, you know, and I, we see the glimpse every once in a while in our in our Xfinity car what he what he can be. Any other? We'll go right down here to Zach. I feel like we'd be missed if I didn't ask about uh, the nine car plans for 2023. Um, has have there been any discussions at this point for what that the future of that program looks like? Yeah, yeah, we're 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 deep into some uh, you know great opportunities to uh, to field that car next year. I can't wait to be able to announce whatever that is. Um, and uh, but from what I'm hearing, we've got some exciting uh, prospects and, and programs that could potentially uh, uh, be in the nine car next year. So, you know, we'll we'll see how, you know, Kelly and them all figure that all out. And, and um, the great thing is, is there are uh, a lot of 
of ways that that could go, as opposed to uh, in years past, sort of having to chase down opportunities or piece together multiple drivers into one car. Uh, when a driver moves on, it does create a void, and sometimes that void isn't easily filled. But it looks like this year that there's multiple opportunities that could be in play for the nine car, and, and, and that's a good thing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Are there any final questions for Dale? Bob? Um, Bob Hawkers, Fox Sports. Uh, you're going to get back in a car yeah. in about mm -hmm. 10 days. So I'm just curious, do you, you think you'll be as nervous for that, uh, for the cars race versus like, as it sounds like you get for the Xfinity races? Yeah, I don't think I'll be that nervous about just driving or running well. I just want to finish all the laps. Um, I'll be really, really nervous that I'm going to get wrecked out or I'll wreck the car or not finish the race. Just finishing the race is really my only uh, hope and, and objective. And uh, my heart really is where – my heart is in that series and that type of car, so I'm super pumped about it, really, really excited about it. Love the Sundrop connection and the history with the design and um, – you know, I'm looking forward to that, and I've I've wanted to uh, drive the late model car for a really long time, and just haven't had the guts to do it. And so I don't know I, I don't know if that can I don't know if I can make that make sense, but um, I've been too scared to do it. You know, and I've had opportunities. I got cars right, and uh, got weeks off, and and just haven't went and done it because uh, you don't want to get beat or you don't want to get embarrassed or you know you might not run well. But I think like. Chase Elliott and those guys going and doing things outside of their comfort zone and knowing that they might not do that well uh, has really been in, uh, helpful for me to watch Bowman and those guys go run and knowing that they're gonna they're gonna not be on on the top of the sheet uh, is is helpful for for me because um, I probably have a hard time being ultra competitive but uh, hopefully we'll run well but. Um, you know, when you sh when you you think you know people just I don't know I, I've always thought that people would ex you know say oh well when he comes he sh he should win you know he's an old cup guy or got great equipment why you should win and if you don't um, you're afraid of getting you know getting ridiculed or criticized for it but uh, I'm gonna go have fun I think I'm old enough now that I can just blame being old <laughs> if I don't run well so <laughs> but I hope that after this race I'll be uh, I'll be in I have enough fun that I want to do a few more next year. I really love the late model series and running the local track and showing up on a Friday or Saturday night somewhere unannounced would be a lot of fun. And can I ask one more? Yeah. Okay. And then just give the mic to Jeff. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I assume you're probably in contact with Kurt Busch, yeah. and I don't want you to give us anything you don't feel comfortable telling us. But you know, we're all sitting here. Oh, okay, which race should he come back sure. and stuff? And are we out of line in trying to in speculating and trying to figure this out? No. Uh, from if asking from your experience, knowing that there's just it's, there's not a set timetable. Right. Yeah, I don't think that, that that it's out of line to have those conversations and speculate, and 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 I think you guys do a great job at sort of trying to shape the frame the frame the possibilities, right? Because it does have implications on points and so forth, and um, there's a lot more to it than just um, Kurt's health right uh it affects so many other things going forward but uh you, you know i think the similarities between my situation in 16 and his are very similar there's just no known time when this thing's going to come together for him he could wake up tomorrow and be 
and and be completely uh, you know a, a big giant step further closer to 100% or it could take time you just don't know it it just the some one day you wake up and the wires are back together and it doesn't make any sense but uh you know so i i guess the only thing i would do is just caution everybody that it, you know there is no way to know and he can't and won't come back until he's 100%. There won't be a it's not a situation where he can try to come in and, and rough it out rough it out being 80 or 90%. You know, he's got to and he and and the other thing too I think is is important to make sure that the public knows that the doctors making this choice for him. He's left it in their hands now. You know, it's not Kurt's not the one sitting there going, "I don't think I'm okay." You know, it's really going to be somebody else's choice. I had one quick one for you. Damn, Winter's in the room, man. We've got to get him up here. Oh, well, that's fine. I don't, this isn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer it. Come on. I was going to see what you thought of uh, Raikkonen. Quali uh, he was P20 in practice and P27 yeah. qualifying. What, what did you think of that? I actually was watching Denny's tweet about how impressed he was, and I think that says it for me. You know, I really, you know, didn't know what to expect out of him. Don't know what's good or what ain't good, but if, you know, a guy that drives the cars knows how difficult those cars are to drive and how treacherous they are for for Denny to have that opinion about his performance in practice uh, says enough for me. So I'm sold as impressed. Um, you know, I think, you know, to show up and not have raced. These guys, this is the elite uh, group of stock car racers in, in, in the country, in the world. And he came out here and dropped right in the middle of them, and I think he'll just get better and better as the race goes. Dale, thanks for coming. Appreciate you spending some time. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track, Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. All right, guys, that's this weekend. I'm sitting out here at Daytona in front of uh, the Bass Pro Shop and one Daytona in the parking lot doing the show from here. We're waiting on Bob Sargent with Track Enterprises now. But, Junior, I kind of look for him to show up at the Snowball Derby. If not this year, maybe next year. Uh, that, <laughs> hey, they fill in the house now. <laughs> That would definitely bring in the the crowd. Uh, hey, look, guys, I like it when Larson, uh, Byron, those other guys, you know, stepping down and which is not stepping down; it's stepping over into another series. Uh, I I kind of get that. That that kind of helps them and helps the promoters, you know. You finally get a chance to see Junior closer to home without driving uh, to Richmond or wherever he's one or two appearances each year. It makes a difference when they're close. So, uh, hadn't heard much from Kyle this evening. Uh, but Kyle, if you're listening, get, get well soon, man. Uh, we're waiting on Bob Sargent right now. Uh, Adam couldn't call in. We, 
going to talk a little bit about the Milwaukee Mile coming up with the Arkham Menard Series rolling into town this weekend. The historic mirror Milwaukee Mile. And then up will be uh, the coin. Flat dirt track. Horse track. Yes, they race horses on it. And you get to fish in the pond and then fail. Okay. Waiting on Bob. Big weekend for them. We was lucky enough to have Brad Perez on uh Thursday night show and uh well actually it was replayed on Monday morning. Finishing twentieth in the uh Xfinity race. We will now go ahead and start our post-race media availabilities. We are now joined by our 2022 regular season champion, Chase Elliott. Congratulations, Chase. We'll go ahead and open it up for questions. If you have one, please raise your hand and we will get to you. We're going to start over to the left with Jeff, then Dustin, then Cole. I mean, obviously, both of Larson's wins this year have come at your expense. How, how do you address that internally with the team? Just offer congratulations and get excited for next week. Dustin. Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Chase, um, people are going to put two and two together with the incident at Fontana and this. Should they be viewed together or separately in, in your mind? Uh, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, uh, it, the day's done and uh just thinking about bristol and what I, what i need to do to be to be good there. there there is nothing i can do about today now so it doesn't matter does it what do you um i'll answer that for you it does not so it doesn't matter no i was gonna say with with the restart obviously every restart every experience is a learning experience or something you can tap into potentially do you feel like you did anything wrong or is there anything that you could have done differently in terms of that restart at the end yeah, I'm, I'm sure I did. It was my fault. Go to Cole. Cole Cusimano with the Arizona Republic. Uh, Chase, just curious how the uh, next-gen car handled on the uh, wet track conditions and how they... Yeah, I, I stuck at it personally. There was a lot of guys that, that drove by me and was making it look really easy, so um seemed, seemed fine. Uh, I saw you talking to Tyler Reddick on pit road. What was said there, anything... Uh, no, I I accidentally locked up the rears and, and ran into him there on track, and I just wanted to apologize to him and talk to him about it there firsthand. Um, I just that was it. I just made a mistake and wanted to make sure he knew I didn't run him over uh, on purpose. Thank you. We'll go behind you to Zach and then to Chris. Zach Starniello with NASCAR.com. Chase, uh, you win the regular season championship. How how critical is that getting those 15 bonus point playoff points heading into the playoffs? Yeah, it's 15, right? So it's a big, it's a big deal. Gets us to, uh, you know, gets us, gets us more than we've ever had. I don't know what the exact number is, but uh, you know, gets us to a position that we've never been in before. So we'd love to, we'd love to keep adding to it. You know, obviously, um, had a, you know, had an opportunity to add to that today, but didn't. So we'll go to Bristol and, and try to add to it there. You also had a heated battle with uh, Kimi Raikkonen, uh, kind of early in that race, yeah. uh, racing around him. What did you, what did you see from him? 
I thought he was doing great. I mean, I thought he was doing great. He was right in the middle of the mess there and and uh, looked like he was you know, right at home. So I thought that was really cool. Thank you. Yeah. We'll go right behind you to Chris. Chase, uh, ChrisKnightCatchFence.com. Going to Daytona next week. Do you, do you enjoy going to Daytona knowing the speed that Hendrick Motorsports cars have had on the... I don't know why I keep saying Bristol. We're going to Daytona. Yeah. My bad. Um, yeah, for some reason I have Bristol on my mind. I don't know, don't know why. But, uh, yeah, you know... Um, you know, we had a good run at Atlanta, and, and uh, that was a speedway race. So, you know, I hope we can carry some of that speed to, to Daytona and, you know, have a, have a good run. We're going to go to Nathan, Michael, Deb, and then wrap with Marty. Uh, Nathan's time with the podium finish. Chase, you know, like you mentioned, you have uh, a lot of playoff points, a lot more than, you know, all the other drivers. Um, that obviously puts you in a very good position for the playoffs or for making a run. How do you balance the uh, expectations of being a championship favorite? Uh, just you know, keep putting ourselves in position to win. And you, you know, you're gonna, like I always say, you know, if you get to Phoenix, you're gonna have to win. So just try to keep putting yourself in position to win, and enjoy enjoy those moments, embrace those moments. Uh, try to be there more often uh, to get your team and and yourself as a driver acclimated to those, you know, to those those positions. And uh, you know, the more we're in that spot, the better we're gonna thrive in them, and uh, the more we're gonna enjoy them. And the more more you enjoy them, the better you're gonna do. So that's all I know to do. Go ahead, Deb. Deb Williams, RacingToday.com. Chase, this was the site of your first cup victory. Now it's the site of your regular season championship. What does that mean to you to have both of those here at Watkins Glen? Yeah, no, this, you know, look, when you, when you, um, when you cross that, when you check that box of, of getting your first win, wherever, wherever that comes, uh, track-wise, is always and forever going to be a special place because of that, especially you know, for how the road to that, that first win was um, for for us and for me uh, personally too. You know, so yeah, it'll always it'll always be a special place, and you know, we'd love to we'd love to keep adding to it and trying to get some more wins. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, look, nice to nice to get those points. It's obviously not the end goal, but it's a uh, you know, it's a nice stepping stone to trying to achieve that. All right, Chase. Thanks for yep. spending some time Thanks. with us. Congratulations. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track. Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. We are now joined by Kyle Larson, our race winning driver. If you guys have a question, please raise your hand and we'll get to you. We'll come down here to Nathan and then we'll go to Marty. Nathan's on with the podium finish. Kyle, that last restart, kind of take me through that. Like I know you gave, um, gave William the push and then they wrecked there. Just kind of walk me through that. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my kind of goal uh, for the race was just to have one of us two win. Um, so with him lined up on the front row, I was going to try and help William as much as I could and tried to lag back on the start and get a good run to push him and hopefully get him enough momentum to maybe clear in, in one. But uh, you, they, they ended up being side by side, and that was kind of best case scenario for me. And again, tried to push him uh, after the S was there. And he almost got clear and, and Ty, you know, fighting to, to hold on to the lead, really drove in deep. And 
I haven't seen replay, but I imagine his angles were just messed up and um, a bit out of control and probably got into William and uh, they both spun. So um, I knew, you know, me not being as fast as those two, my only opportunity was going to be if they got racing. And, uh, you know, selfishly it worked out uh, great for me, but um, you would have liked to see uh, us all three, you know, maybe get to race for more than just a, a quarter of a lap there. But um, anyways, you know, got to lead there and just, had to try and you know, not make any big mistakes to let AJ uh, get around me. Uh, you know, you've done this race, you've the Road America race for, for times at the fair for the cup stuff. Um, obviously, you won the cup race here last year. Um, have you learned anything for the race tomorrow, and what do you need to do to, to defend that race? Uh, I feel like at Road America, the Xfinity car and the cup car drove a lot more similar. The braking points were a lot more similar. Um, and today, uh, it, it wasn't, so I don't know... I don't know exactly like what I learned. Um, I'm sure something will stand out once I get racing tomorrow, but um, I do think, you know, it helped cup practice out today. I think I was able to get up to speed a lot quicker in the cup car, just, uh, you know, having the laps behind the wheel of something this morning. So, um, you yeah, know, was, that was a success. You know, we were almost able to get the pole there, and my car in the cup series has felt really, really good. So I'm excited about tomorrow, and, and hopefully we can we get a win. And you're quietly up to third in points now in, in Cup. Obviously, you have one since Auto Club, but um, just kind of how how do you how do you think you, you feel right now going into the into the playoffs with the five team? Yeah, it's uh, surprising that we are third and almost you know close to second, just because I feel like we haven't uh, finished that well. But I think a lot of people haven't, um, aside from Chase there. So um, you know that that's our goal to get to second. Um, you know after next week, so. Um, we have a great car for tomorrow. Hopefully get some stage points and, and get a win would be great. Cardi Sakala, Rock Sports Network, Race Pro Weekly. Kyle, congratulations. Uh, Junior just said uh, he expected contact. He said that on the broadcast as well, going to the bus stop. I'm curious if you did too. Well, uh, I, I guess I was more expecting contact through turn one, um, and I didn't know, depending on if, if somebody got clear or not, um, but they were able to race side by side up through the S's and, and I got cleared a third and, um, you know, was originally thinking maybe I could take them three wide and pass, but then, uh, they kind of held tight to the right. So I just pushed, uh, William there down the back. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's late in the race. It's the Xfinity series. Um, no matter what series, everybody's going to go hard for the win. So, um, yeah, I wasn't surprised to see contact and, um, and not, I guess, surprised to see the top two spinning out either because you see it happen, you know, a handful of times in the bus stop uh, each year we come. And um, actually, I'm drawing a blank, so I'll come back with it. <laughs> Are there other questions for Kyle? We'll come down here to Zach and then to Jim. Oh, sorry, Cole. Can you give it to Cole and then to Jim. Sorry. <laughs> Cole Cusimano with Arizona Republic. Uh, congratulations, Kyle. I'm just curious how the uh, high limit racing first event went and what the reception's been so far? Yeah, I mean, everything everything that I've seen from it's been positive. I, I haven't seen one, you know, little bit of, I don't even want to call it negativity, but like critiquing. Um, so I would say it was a success. Uh, we had, you know, the, the night ran smooth. We were done you know, before 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night. So uh, that was really important. We had a, a really good car count, um, pretty good crowd um, and it was, the, it was the third highest viewed um, event ever on Flow. So uh, the biggest Williamsburg car race ever, um, biggest, you know, third biggest event behind the Chili Bowl and the, the Dirt Million. So um, 
would say it was successful, and, and I look forward to, to next year and um, you know, hopefully it, it continuing to grow. So uh, I know all the teams are very um, appreciative of the purse and you know a Tuesday night race and and obviously a lot of fans tuned in online so um, again you know I was really happy with how it went um, obviously there's probably going to be some tweaking that we might do um, just to make things a little more efficient but um, I thought it went as well as it could have for the first ever event go to Jim Jim Hunter, motorsport.com. Kyle, uh, after Chase won the poll, he made mention, kind of noted the fact that he thought that uh, the c th that there was much faster pace with the car, with the new car that he, that he noticed this year over previous seasons. I wondered if you noticed the same thing and if you thought that might kind of potentially affect how the race plays out tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, uh I think the lap times in general are a lot faster and, and the, the pace fall off is like non-existent um, in practice. I went my fastest lap on lap 13 in uh, practice. So um, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, difficult probably to pass. You know, we're able, we're all breaking way deeper than we did before. We're carrying way more throttle uh, around the whole track. but. Um, and you know, I spent kind of like a half a lap behind um, Bowman earlier, and, and I was definitely tight behind him. So I do think it's going to be hard to pass. Um, so honestly, I, I kind of hope there's some weather. <laughs> I, I hope it rains because it'll be fun, um, for one. But I do think it'll make the race a lot more entertaining and because you know, the pace will be way slower. So, um, yeah, these cars are a lot of fun to drive. They're just like sometimes too good. <laughs> So I think it's going to be, I think it is going to be hard to pass tomorrow. We'll go back to Marty. All right, I figured it out. Um, I know it wasn't just uh, an opportunity to get some extra track time in, but it was also for fun. How much fun did you have racing William and Ty today? Yeah, I know it was fun. Um, I didn't really race them much. Uh, I kind of, whenever I was around them, I was, leading and, and was much slower than them, so just kind of let them go. Um, but it was fun. You know, we had to start in the back because uh, we had to adjust on our carburetor, and um, just starting in the back was a lot of fun, you know, passing you know, slower cars, and uh, we were able to make our way up to the top, I don't know, three or five pretty quickly. So, yeah, it was definitely fun. You know, I, I mean, the main reason why I drive race cars is because it's fun. So, um, But, yeah, when you can learn some things, too, it's good. We'll come down here to Bob. <laughs> I don't know if it's drama, but you haven't won a cup car in a little bit. And so was it important, is it important at all, you know, before the playoffs just to get a win in a stock vehicle? Sure. Um, it doesn't hurt for sure. Um, I mean, you're right. It's, I haven't won, uh, but one other race in a stock car this year. So, um, you know, last year we were leading laps all the time. And even the races that we didn't win, we were um, – you confident, and I, I knew kind of how to play a race out up in the front, where now I haven't been battling for leads much this year, and uh, put myself, you know, battling the lead there, y your nerves are a little higher than, than they probably were even last year, even though it's Xfinity Series. So, um, yeah, dealing with that and, and getting through it and, and winning uh, definitely gives you some confidence. I don't know if it, if it you know, will play out any differently um, with winning an Xfinity race, but definitely doesn't hurt. 
um, you know, I hope it, I know it gives confidence and I hope it gives some momentum and um, this is definitely a good time of year to, to get that. Any other questions for Kyle? All right, Kyle, congratulations, thank you, and good luck tomorrow. Thanks. There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track, Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. All right, everyone. Um, I'd like to thank Christian for calling in and uh, being part of the show tonight. Being part of the show tonight. And, uh, Check us out. If we're not there, we're somewhere around. We're not very far. We'll, our, our tables, we'll, we'll have a sign and a table. So, uh, my place to sit down and rest a minute. But stop by and holler at us. Uh, I got Daytona time. We'll be there. And also, I got Dave. And, uh, Hey, if you're at Red 38, check Red 38 out. It's always a good time when you're at Red 38, guys. <clears throat> he was always there, Bushwhacker. At the floor of Bama Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Taped after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air As his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said this is the promised land, it's one the heart of Dixie me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, Y'all have down here Smoky days and dreamland ribs Washed down when I go big King's first place in Montgomery And you know he saw the light Came nothing like those sweet magnolia nights In the tight curves of a southern girl In those talent day nights Alabama gang from Hewittown A rocket city ride Magic in this state will always live up to its brain. 
There are 16 spots in the playoffs and just one track left. Well, not just any track. Daytona. A last chance to keep playoff hopes alive and for fans to experience an event unlike any other. NASCAR Weekend at Daytona International Speedway, August 26th and 27th. Get your tickets now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com.